Hi guys, welcome back to the Saved and Sexual Podcast. I am so um, thrilled to have you guys with me um, and ready for this journey. I don't know why I always feel like I need to clear my throat just when I start to to begin. Like, anyway, that's how it works. So, welcome. If this is your first time, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, This is a Saved and Sexual podcast where we talk about everything salvation and everything um, sexual. No holds barred conversation. Today's conversation um, is on rights and freedoms versus right and wrong. Uh... And the reason I've titled it that is because in my line of work, there's a lot of um, misunderstandings about um, certain words. So when we talk about rights and we talk about freedoms and we talk about choice and we talk about life, you know, all sorts of things. And um, that's those are just like very few examples. But many things get lost in the get lost in translation, I guess. And so today I wanted to talk a little bit about why rights and freedoms are dangerous if you only focus on rights and freedoms, especially as believers, because I'm coming at this um, as a believer, trusting in the word of God and the word of God being the authority over my life and I pray over your life. So... Let's get to it. So rights and freedoms. One of the uh, reasons when we, we've just wrapped up the sex education um, conversation, one of the reasons that I gave was that it is a rights-based curriculum um, versus a value-based curriculum. And someone asked me, I think someone asked me, you know, like, what's wrong with that? Shouldn't we be advocating for rights? Shouldn't we be very, very strong on having everybody have the right to do what they want to do. And the answer to that question is yes, people do have certain rights. But the way that things are being um, brought to the, the things that are being fought for aren't the things that you think are being fought for, right? So sometimes you hear um, human rights and you hear... um, Everybody has the right to certain things. That's true, okay? There are various human rights. We know them. And if you don't, please just research a little bit. Um, The rights that every person has, you know, to life, to food, to liberty, dot, dot, dot. And then there are these things called sexual rights. And these form the basis of a lot of the thinking when it comes to sexuality in our day and age so i'm going to go through them i won't go i don't think i'll do them one like i'll do um episodes um every other week probably um at least that's what i'm thinking of right at this moment and basically we're going to go through these sexual rights what are they who are they from why are they um so important why are they at the forefront of this conversation and what can we do about it and should we be in support of sexual rights as human rights um but today we're just going to kind of do an overview and why um it's dangerous to just focus solely on rights and then we'll go now into the individual issues as we move along um whenever you when it comes to sexuality uh whenever you focus 
on rights and freedoms you um what's the right word whenever you focus on rights and freedoms you something will have to give okay so it's rights and freedoms at the expense of value and health okay so in any society where the age of sexual debut is low and the rate of abortion is high and the intake of contraception is high these it doesn't result in what they tell us it will result in because essentially let me say before let me i'm using planned parenthood here as an example because they said that they were setting up planned parenthood so that um or at least the what they tell us is so that the the is so that um, they could reduce the number of abortions, okay? So that the abortions could be rare and every pregnancy could be wanted um, or something like that. Uh, forgive me if those aren't the exact words. But the other day, I watched a video of a girl um, having an abortion. She did the at-home abortion. And so when I watched it and I started seeing it and I was hearing her saying what she was saying I was angry I was frustrated I was irritated and all of these things and then as I listened to her I just literally listened to her plan to end the life of her child I just became so overwhelmed with sadness like I was so sad because she can't see that this is a problem Okay, she really can't see the issue at all. And many people who are pro-choice can't see that issue. So you treat the child like it's not a child. So you dehumanize um, someone and then it's easier for you to kill them. Yeah, so dehumanization is something that, you know, generally killers use um, because it's easier to harm something if you um, disassociate any feelings um, that you would associate to something that you love. Okay, so um, for people who systematically do it, it's necessary to dehumanize. I think it's also very necessary, especially when it comes to abortion, because... A lot of people who are having abortions are regular people. They're not sociopaths. They're not psychopaths. They are regular people who've believed the lie that your right to your body um, trumps the right of someone else to life. Okay, so they should give up their life so that you have your body. It, regardless of the fact that you made the choice. To do what you did with your body now many people then at this point they're like what about rape victims and what about incest victims I want you to just go and look up the numbers of the abortion abortions that are done that are actually either a rape or incest victims or B medical necessities okay and see what percentage of that okay because even if you are going to give a large percentage let's say it's five percent okay so for 5% <clears throat> that we might argue are justified abortions, which they aren't, but let's say for this case, we argue that they're justified abortions. The rest of these people, the other 95%, get to have abortions because they don't feel like having a child. They want to have sex, but they don't want to have a child. And so, and they have, we have been told, we have the right. Yeah, this is my body. It's my choice. I get to decide. 
Yeah. But the thing is, a lot of the time I tell, I'm constantly saying, you did decide. You did decide. But now the consequences of those choices aren't <clears throat> palatable for you. So you're given an easy way out or what you believe is an easy way out. It really is not. Because <clears throat> for most people, you will suffer the consequences of it. It may not be immediate. Immediately, in fact, after somebody has an abortion, for a lot of people, there is relief because your immediate problem has been taken away. But the psychological event, uh, um, effect generally caused by cognitive dissonance between the right thing to do and what you have done, yes? The baby um, and what you called was a fetus in order to accomplish your purpose their life still counts it counts to god yes so one of the things that i tell a lot of kids is or that i tell everybody i work with is if you look at the bible you will see constantly um <clears throat> it referring to our sexuality and the various choices we make of our bodies and our lives and because the Bible is everything we need for life and living. Now, this girl said two things that um, like caught my attention. Because she said, one, that if you are pro-life or you are a Bible thumper, you know, since Jesus is your best friend, <laughs> you should stop here because this isn't for you. I don't think you should. For everybody, it was uncomfortable to watch that video it will be uncomfortable for you to watch it but i think it's necessary for you to see because the people who are influencing the lives of our children and our lives whether uh, consciously or unconsciously are constantly in our face okay we follow them on youtube we follow them on instagram we're constantly watching and they are influencing the way that we think and if you, I heard someone say the other day that if you honestly believe that you are, that it is impossible for you to be indoctrinated with a belief system contrary to scripture and live your life according to that, then you're in a very dangerous place. Okay. And the scriptures do say when, I mean, he who thinks he's standing should be careful lest he falls because it's really easy to fall. Okay, when we believe a certain thing. So I'm using abortion as one example where rights trump right or wrong. Okay, because I have the right to my body and that is now seen as the moral. For a lot of people, it's seen as a moral alternative. When you're thinking about having an abortion, you have to disconnect yourself from your baby. Yes, and she actually said that she was not emotionally invested child, so it was okay. Yes, she was crying the entire time. She was afraid, obviously. Yes, she was afraid. And one of the things that I think people expect to happen is to have a visceral, literal, physical reaction to the killing of their child immediately. Okay, we don't take into consideration what is happening in your mind because your mind has to do certain things to make this okay. Your mind, because a lot of people who are championing pro-choice um, issues or um, anti-life issues are also the same people who are championing for Black Lives Matter, yeah, and everything else, dot, 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 social justice and everything that that means and equality and everything else. But, and you, they can't even see how those two things are parallel and uh, not are um in contradiction with one another so when you're thinking about rights 
remember that just because you have the right to do something doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Um, Dr. Ngare is always saying that. Um, remember that you have a choice. You make those choices, okay? Not based on the fact that you have the right to do something, but because God has put before us things that are right and things that are wrong to do. Yeah, it doesn't change because of your circumstance. It will not change because I feel very intensely about something. It will not change because my situation seems impossible and unpalatable, okay? When we make choices, I'm quoting a lot of people that I love, but Ravi Zacharias, something he said, and I love it so much, which is that you can, you are fully able to choose fully able and permitted to make the choices that you want to make but the one thing that you will never be able to choose is the consequences the outcomes of those choices those are set okay if you kill somebody you've killed them there's a certain there are certain things that are going to happen now because you've killed them whether or not you go to jail whether or not you do whatever <clears throat> or you confess to your crime or you repent there's certain things that you've put in place because you've made that choice if you cheat on your wife or your husband or your fiance or your boyfriend there are certain things that are going to happen even if it's just in your mind and sometimes showing itself in your body, these things are still going to happen. So we cannot choose the outcomes. <clears throat> so you have the choice. You have the choice to have an abortion. You have the choice to have sex. You have the choice to watch porn. You have the right to do all of these things. People are fighting really hard for everybody to have the right to do the wrong thing. And we know it's the wrong thing because scripture says so. So in the same vein where this girl was saying that um, she's having the abortion and she doesn't feel any connection with this baby and so yeah she's just going to have to do it because she's never wanted a child. She also says how she fervently prays for her friends. Okay now I'm, I want this to be clear. I'm not attacking this girl. I'm just saying this should make should open our eyes to what is actually going on. And when we open our eyes, when we start to see what's actually going on around us, <clears throat> we will will realize and I think you need to we need to pray not I think I know we need to pray for God to give us the wisdom and the eyes to see. When the scriptures say part of putting on the full armor, um in that for part of scripture where it's talking about putting up the, putting on the full armor of God. It says we pray that we will be alert, yeah, and awake to know because the devil he is working. He has schemes. Okay? Guys, that's not going anywhere. That's just plain old truth. That's just what's happening. Yeah. And one of the things here is even as this girl she's saying she's praying on one hand. I don't know to whom she's praying. Yeah, like she says she's praying. I don't know who she's praying to. So I don't know what her religion is or what she believes. But I'm saying, so you're praying on one hand for life to be given. But with your other hand, you're literally taking that life away from someone else. And a lot of people will then argue. There are many pro-choice arguments, yeah, or anti-life arguments. And many people will say, well, it's my body. I have to give up nine months of my life. But I'm like, you have to give up nine months of your life. And so the child should give up all of their life. 
like in order for you to do this and number th- number another thing she said she was on contraceptive so you can't even be like oh you should have been careful she, if she was on contraceptive and she was having sex then you know it didn't work so she should be able to have an abortion because she was making the right choices here's the thing there is no contraceptive that is a hundred percent a hundred percent um the, no one writes that like no one will tell you oh yeah this is a hundred percent effective it doesn't exist other than abstinence guys don't have the sex don't get pregnant yeah the only one we know that was different was immaculate conception okay that was married that happened years ago we all know that but for many of us we are um in this place where we've honestly believed the lie we've believed the lie that a that isn't a baby it's a fetus Number one, fetus just means small child. So it's a small person. Number two, this baby is a parasite. You, we make, these are, in, in this particular case, this girl was in a relationship or whatever, and she decided to have sex and she got pregnant. These are her choices, right? That she has the right to make, that we've said that. As long as you're having sex, the possibility of pregnancy is there point blank period it doesn't get any clearer than that clearer than that the possibility of it is there so when you're having sex you have made the choice to have a child literally you've made the choice to have a child if you get pregnant it is not the responsibility of our children to bear the brunt or take the consequences of the choices we have made this is another thing because a lot of people, um, the issue of divorce in the church is a big deal. And many, many people um, are, many people uh, talk about, okay, I am not going to say people leave their marriages lightly or that divorce is an easy thing because it isn't. And for most people, it really isn't. But of course, there are a lot of people who are there like, ah, you know, if, if, if it doesn't work, we'll just get a divorce. And it's as simple as that, which is so sad in and of itself um, because marriage <clears throat> is important. But also many people within the church still hold this view. Like it's not working. I'm not happy. I'm out. A covenant is a covenant. But the one thing that people say all the time, which pisses me off, honestly, is kids are resilient. Kids will bounce back. Don't worry about it. So we're expecting of children yeah, something that we as adults are not able to do. So we expect our children to live with unhappiness, with um, discomfort, with their entire life being uprooted, with not living their best life, quote unquote, quote unquote. Yeah. We expect our children to bear the brunt of the choices we make because I want to be happy. Yes, and then now, why? how do people do that? Because they're like, if your parents are unhappy, the children will be unhappy. Guys, okay, number one, we talked about the illusion of happiness. And number two, again, we talked about how God is a lot more interested in your sanctification than in your happiness. Jesus said, in this world, you will suffer. We will suffer. This world, suffering is not an anomaly. It's a part of life, okay? Look at the life of Christ, Did he not suffer? Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. Okay, so this notion that it's going to be easy or the easier way is the better way is a lie. Another lie we have believed. 
So right, I hope I've kind of communicated. I did it there using an example. So I hope that has come through. It will come through more as we continue. Um, and I thank God for that. Uh, so even as we continue to talk about these things, it'll come through more why um, we need to focus on values because we know the right thing to do. We know the wrong thing to do. Okay, and even if there is a law that says you have the right to do it, it doesn't make a wrong thing right and a right thing wrong. That doesn't happen. God has set before you. The scripture says he has shown you, oh man, what to do. Hmm? He has shown you to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. What does that mean when it comes to your sexuality? Because it does have authority, okay? Scripture is the authority over our lives. What does it mean to be submitted unto Christ? What does it mean to live for God more than for myself? What does it mean to honor God with my body, even when I've made a bad choice or the wrong choice? I've sinned, but what does that mean? How do I honor God in this place, at this point? Because if you are honestly sitting in a place where you're like, okay, I've made this choice and God is going to, uh, I, I mean, I'll have an abortion and God is going to understand. Let me tell you today, and please hear me, God is not honored in that. God is not honored by you sinning more to make up for sin that has come up before. And usually people have an abortion because the, or pe usually people make uh, a certain choice because they feel like this way is easier than this way okay so please please consider everything please please understand that God's way is the right way there is a right way and there is a wrong way we live in a world of moral moral relativism everybody is like there's no absolute truth there's nothing there is truth it's found in scripture Believe God. Believe God over everything else, no matter how loud it sounds to you today or tomorrow or three days from now. You have to trust in the fact that God's goodness and God's grace and God's timing, God's plan, God, he's the one who will carry you through all of it. It won't be anybody else. It won't be yourself. It's Christ. So even if you've messed up, you, me, anybody, because we can all mess up. Even if you've messed up, it's to Christ that we come. Because it is him who will give us the strength to do what indeed he has called us to do. All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining me. Please join in the conversation. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What do you think? Remember the why, not just... I disagree. And um, let me know what you think about rights, freedoms. What rights do you think should be championed? What rights do you think shouldn't? And then we'll go into the first um, sexual right that we'll be dealing with on Thursday. And yeah, I'm really glad that I've done this. God just led me in this direction this morning. So I'm very glad I've done it. Thanks for joining me. I'm really sorry about the noise in the background if you can hear it because somehow my neighbor has decided to have a party at 9 a.m in the morning yes on a sunday morning guys like surely it's ridiculous but i'm really sorry if you can hear that i'll try and cut it out um yeah
Thank you for coming. New episodes, Mondays and Thursdays. Please follow us on Instagram. By the way, we just launched the Saved and Sexual website on Wix. And it's got a bunch of stuff for parents. I, that one is really parent-focused um, so that parents can get resources to talk to their children about sex, to what questions that they, what, what questions can they ask, what documents can they read, what videos can they watch. Because remember we said, we don't ignore, we inoculate, okay? Teach, we have to teach our kids about sex. We have to talk about this stuff, even ourselves. There's a lot of stuff that we don't like to talk about, but we must talk about it. It's happening in our culture. It's influencing our actions and we must talk about it we must pray about it everything into the light of christ all right may the lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace i will see you all on the next one god bless you